Welcome to E to the Power of Three, a podcast of Bridging the Gap, where our mission is to encourage, equip, and empower every woman on her faith journey with Jesus Christ. Today, we are honored to hear from wife, mother, and ambassador for WorldServe International, Julie Neal, as she has a conversation with Angie Getz and our podcast host, McKelty Bloom. In this episode, you'll hear how missions has impacted Julie's personal and professional life, how your generosity toward the BTG Hope Project is impacting women and girls, as well as information about the BTG Global Trip to Kenya, which, since this podcast recording, has been filled. However, we'd be honored to have you consider joining us for a future BTG global trip. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Well, Julie, welcome to the podcast. It is such an honor to have you here. And, you know, we've already been chatting and saying like, we just want to hang out and feel like we're having a cup of coffee. So (laughs) Um, I'm excited to have you, Julie, and our director of Bridging the Gap, Angie, joining us today. And we're talking all things missions. So I am really excited just to hear more um, from the two of you about, you know, what missions has looked like in your personal and professional lives, and um, especially about some exciting upcoming opportunities for our listeners to join us on. But before we get started, Julie, do you just want to introduce yourself to our listeners, who you are, your career, and, and most importantly, how you got connected to Bridging the Gap? Okay, great. Hi, I'm Julie Neal, and um, I have the honor and privilege of being an ambassador for WorldServe International. And um, we partnered with you guys last year at your women's conference, and you guys gave an amazing offering. And for this girl project, for the feminine hygiene, um, I can't wait to share some of the details of what's already happening, the great things there with your offering. And um, I just, I started out, I have five children. Um, my last two are adopted, each from Ethiopia. And when we brought our youngest home, um, he had a horrible parasite and we fought it for two and a half years. I mean, taking him, you know, everywhere specialists, you know, we just don't really deal with that here. So, um, it was kind of hard to diagnose and pinpoint. And I just, God just really met me there. And I was like, you know, I had resources to get him the tools that he needed that we needed. And I just, I, it just changed my whole world about the moms, you know, being the voice for the women over there that, um, have no, you know, resources or, you know, access to what we have here. And, uh, it just changed my whole world. It changed the whole trajectory of my family. Um, we do a lot of trips. My kids go with me, my husband, and, um, it really is, who we are as a family now. And it is, it's a beautiful journey, um, that we've been on. And I just truly, it's my passion now. And I get to, um, go over there, but I also, when I'm here in the States, I get to speak on behalf of these beautiful people and be the voice of the voiceless. Cause they are very remote in many areas and locations, and they just don't have the resources. And, so that's kind of what started my whole thing with World Serve, and I just my husband and I put water in our baby's village, and and then we just I had to keep going because everyone needs clean water. So that kind of is where I started. But then once being over there and um, hearing and seeing, I saw the need for um, 
the feminine hygiene products. And it was started, my started with a teacher saying it to me, how she couldn't teach when she was on her cycle and girls couldn't go. And I was just like, just kind of fumbling. Cause I really thought I knew what needs they had there. And I just remembered, you know, I was talking to her trying to you know, have eye contact and be in the moment. And I'm also looking at my twin daughters over there playing with kids. And I was just like, oh my gosh. I mean, when it was time for their cycle, we had, you know, the pads, we had the liners, we had the wings, the non-wings, the tampons, the light, the heavy dark, you know, cups. I mean, you just, we have all this at our, at our fingertips. And I just, it kind of just hit me like a, a punch, like, these girls, these women, they have nothing. And what they're using to try to stop the flow is just unacceptable. And so the teacher can't teach. So the kids are losing out. And then when the girls are on their cycle, they're losing out also. So they're falling behind on their education and a lot of times just drop out. And so, and it goes way deeper than that. Um, The stories and the research that we've done and just, it's, catastrophic. So, um, I could go on forever, so I'll kind of stop, but that's kind of where, um, so I get the honor and privilege to be partnered with world serve who does amazing work in Africa and just speak at, you know, women's conferences, travel, do whatever, kind of whatever I need to get the word out there and to be the voice for these, the voiceless and these beautiful people that I just, it's just, life-changing. So I love that. And, you know, you mentioned something that I want to highlight. You talked about, like, you had this idea, you know, like, oh, this is what they need. And then you go and you experience this trip and you're like, oh, this is actually what they need. And I've heard that from a lot of missionaries that sometimes we have this um, idea of like, oh, they'll probably need, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then you go there and your heart is just transformed seeing the real need. Is that something that you agree with that? Like you've seen and experienced too? Absolutely. And I mean, this was probably my fourth or fifth trip over there. So I'm thinking I have this down. And I, I think a lot of my first trips are in times, you know, when I wasn't adopting was bringing what I thought we need the Western, you know, and not taking mm-hmm. in consideration their culture, their needs, how they're set up and what will sustain them for success. And so, yeah, I kind of thought I had that figured out. And then that just like gut punched me. And so um, along, you know, just kind of fast forward to where we are today. I mean, it's not just me, it was other things, but yeah, it's, there's such a need and seeing this, this girl program with world serve is just a game changer for these girls. And it yeah. just, I want everyone to have the clean water and the, the, <laughs> the napkins. So Julie, yeah. I love how one thing I really love about world serve is that you guys see a need and that need almost becomes um, meeting that need becomes a bridge to be able to present the gospel and bring hope and good news. And I love that World Serve, you know, meets both those needs simultaneously. And man, meeting those physical needs is a bridge to be able to meet spiritual needs mm-hmm. as well. And that's one thing I just so love and appreciate about World Serve. Yeah, I really, I really do. I love 
everything about it, but that is so true. And we do partner a lot. Like we're seeing now, even with, you know, we're in the schools with these girls, you know, educating them, but we have churches coming to us and they're like, our women need this. We need this. We'll partner with you. And it's like, I mean, right now, I think our problem is, is staffing and keeping up with Mm -hmm. just, I mean, since even last October, when we did the, you know, women's conference, you know, just seeing it has just exploded. And, you know, sometime, well, actually kind of like when I first met, I met with Carol Lynn a couple of years ago and we met and just kind of talked about, you know, world serve and, and stuff. And maybe that would be something that would be a good fit or, you know, but it was like a seed planted. And then a couple of years later, here we are, but your offering didn't even have to really be, um, in the ground as seed because it has already exploded to where we can't even keep up with it. And it is just, it's, I think that's been such a fun thing to see is because, I mean, sometimes you have to plant a seed and it has to grow and grow for a little bit, but this is just, we're already harvesting the fruit from that offering. And it's, I mean, it has just exploded and the staff in over there in Kenya is phenomenal. And, their visions, they're catching our visions and they're moving and with their own. And it is just amazing. So, well, I'm really excited to continue to hear more about what it has been looking like and the seeds, like you said, that have been planted before we jump into more about the specific project. Angie, do you want to share just a little bit about what missional work has looked like in your life and your experience? Because I know you've been on lots of missions trips and have a huge heart for it. So do you want to just share for a little bit what that's like for you? Sure, sure. So um, I, I I have a real heart for the world, not just for um, when I think about my neighbor in terms of in a biblical sense, I think globally and locally both. And um, I have been on a lot of missions trips Mm -hmm. over the years and all of them have had such a significant impact on my life in different ways. And I do wanna take a second and just promo, we have a missions trip coming up to Kenya um, with our Julie Neal here that we're talking to. And we, yes, we are so excited. We have landed on um, a country. We are able to go to Kenya and we'll fly into Nairobi, Kenya on March 29th and return home on April 6th. And uh, if you are at all listening to this and thinking at all that you might be a little bit interested, we would love to have you. Um, we have a Q&A Zoom meeting coming up on August 9th at, it's either 5 or 5.30, I need to look, but we will be sending out an email about that shortly. Um, and then if you want to apply for the trip, you can go to mnbtg.org forward slash trips. So mnbtg.org forward slash trips to fill out an application to go to Kenya with us. And a mission trip will change your life when you set that time aside to serve other people and uh, take a position of humility to serve God. <laughs> God opposes the proud, Mm. Um, but man, when you are humble and you fly yourself halfway around the world with the intention to just humble yourself and serve, God can do something in your life uh, like he can nowhere else almost. Mm. So it's, 
missions trip change missions trips change people's lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen it over and over and over again. It will plant a seed in you that will grow uh, until you pass the doors into eternity. Mm-hmm. Um, it will change the way you give. It will change the way you shop. It will change the way you raise your kids. Uh, it will change the way that you pray. Um, so I'm, I, I love missions. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's missions is a little bit of a mindset, that global mentality that I think as believers, we all need to have. Um, and lastly, not all of us can go, um, but all of us can give. And so that's what a lot of us have done with the whole project this year with the feminine hygiene products in Kenya. And together we have so far raised $160,000. Many of our listeners, you've already given to that. And we just want to say a huge thank you. I know you can't see Julie on this podcast, but she's (laughs) nodding her head. Yes. A big thank you. Um, But we still, there's still more to do. Um, Like Julie said, there is a lot of work to do yet in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And we want to keep these girls in school. We want to keep their teachers in school. We want to uh, be able to continue to build that bridge to all of these young women in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And we want to ra- we want to raise uh, another forty thousand dollars between now and Thrive. So if you are listening to this, you can go on our website and you can give there mnbtg.org uh, under the Hope Project, and you can still give there. But we, I am believing that God is going to place on people's hearts uh, that we are going to raise the remainder of that amount. Um, our original goal was $100,000 last year at Thrive. And we are so thrilled to have bypassed that and then doubled our goal mm-hmm. to $200,000 because we know that God owns a cattle on a thousand hills. And another $40,000 is, uh, it is there. I know that it is out there. So we are just, we are believing for that. So that's my, that's my little spiel <laughs> about missions. And I almost took an offering on the podcast, I think. <laughs> I think it is an offering. I think it is. Like Angie mentioned, we're aiming to raise a final $40,000 by September 30th to reach a $200,000 goal toward the Hope Project Kenya. If you would like to be part of this goal toward equipping girls with a one-year supply of hygiene products and quality undergarments, educating girls about their God-given identity and perfectly designed body, and employing women to earn a fair wage by working to produce sanitary products, please visit mnbtg.org projects to find the link to give. That's mnbtg.org org slash projects to give. Thanks for your consideration. No, but yes. I, just, I, I love what you say though, Angie, because it's true that I have not met one person who went on a missions trip and wasn't transformed in some way. And even if that is just the experience and just their heartbreaking and humbling in realizing that these are people, they're people that we're helping. These are God's people, or they come back and their heart for giving admissions has changed or their heart for teaching their kids about missions. And they're sending their kids and teens to go on these trips to truly be transformed in a lot of ways and experience this. So going on missions trips and is just one of those things of understanding that we are so small in this world that God has us in and his heart is just huge. 
for so many. But to talk again about the specific, you know, Hope Project Kenya that, like you said, Angie, we announced this at Thrive this last October of 2021. And I've been going to Thrive for about four years now, and I've never seen giving like this. I have never seen people's hearts just completely break and grow five, you know, five dimensions at the same time and um, wanting to help these girls and wanting to just pour into this community. So Julie, could you just share a little bit, you know, we kind of alluded to it's it's feminine products that we're um, giving to these girls so that they can stay in school, that they stay out of, you know, sex trafficking um, due to that. But what what is this giving really going towards and how is it helping this community? Well, it, it is, I'm telling you, first of all, Minnesota has, is rocking it. I don't know what you guys have going on there, but you're giving and the way you guys love and show up is unlike really anything I've seen in a long time. So, I mean, I just really just thank you for your, you know, obedience to the Holy spirit and the listening and just really catching, you know, the heart of God. I really feel like that. Um, this is honestly a game changer for girls and, you know, they're, they have needs just like we do. They're people, they're humans. They're each have a story. They're amazing. But, you know, a lot of people are like, why global? Like, why do you adopt global? Why do you do global? Because first of all, God's, you know, called us to do it, but, um, they're not even on our playing field. I, you know, they're worried about their next, like, you know, they're selling themselves in prostitution to figure out how to get money to stop this embarrassing flow. It's not, it's not talked about. It's shameful. Um, so this happens a lot of times and they think there's something wrong with us. We've heard story over story of gr- girls hanging themselves, killing themselves, they sell themselves, um, uh, you know, the ratio that they prostitute themselves to get the money to, I mean, the stories are just, I mean, endless. And, you know, it's finally like enough's enough. You know, we have to do something. If you're constantly worrying about where the next thing's coming from, you can't even function as a person and as a, a kid to have even, and I mean, girls need it, women need it, you know, everyone needs it, but you know, this offering has really um, paid for the staffing of the factory. So we have a new factory in Kenya. It can produce 12,000 pads an hour, which is crazy. We don't have near the staff to keep up with that um, and to package and sanitize and, you know, get all that, but the capabilities there. So we could cast the net even wider in the future. So I feel like that's going to be, you know, just it'll play off of that and grow bigger and bigger. But right now um, it's paying for the staff. Um, It's, you know, and it's not just, it's all women in the factory. One lady is like a refugee. I mean, they're, I mean, we just, it's even helping them as much as they're helping us. Hmm. And I feel that's the same way about a mission trip too, is that, I receive as much from it as the people that we're going to love on. And I, that's just a win-win, um, you know, getting off on the mission trip again. But um, the, um, so what it does is we go into the schools. Now we're being invited into churches. Um, we give monthly um, 
the napkins, they're called Sifa pads in Kenya. We give those with undergarments, I think soap and maybe a comb, and then educate them on their body and that there's nothing wrong with them and it's not a bad thing. And that just to really be okay and with the skin they're in and and to be there to help them just so they can function as normal, you know, girls and um I mean, because they have to hide out basically, and they're sticking things up there to stop the flow that I mean, just sticks, leaves, dirt, mud. I mean, it just they'll dirty stuff. I mean, it's just we don't even think about it here. So um that's so that's what we're really um focusing on is the schools, the girls, and educating them and just really changing their life, you know. It's a simple thing, but it's not. It's huge. It's huge. So it's like, just like you said, it's such a simple thing to Mm -hmm. us to think about, Oh, well, we just run to Walgreens real quick. You know, we just don't even think twice about it. And what I really like is that you guys are not just providing, but you're doing the education. Cause I think that is such a huge piece. You're educating, you're providing, and you're also providing job opportunities for the women that are in the factory. You know, and, and that, and so we really educate the school staff as well, because, you know, like if we went in like on a mission trip and just did the thing and left, there's questions. There's people that didn't get it. They need help. You know, they didn't quite grasp grasp it. So we're educating the staff in the schools also to where they can answer those questions. And um, I mean, it's just exciting how now that we're starting this project, we it's already up and running, but how everything's coming out and needing it and wanting it. And it's just, it's just going to keep growing and, you know, really helping so many people that I think we kind of had a tunnel vision when we first started just kind of, but it's just, God's just blown the doors off of it and just really taken us to places that is only he could, you know, do so. Yeah. But that's, yeah. And I, I feel like also with this trip, getting back with the trip, I would, really recommend you bring your daughters if you have daughters or someone like that, because I'm telling you being there with my girls, my kids, um, that's life-changing for us as mother daughter too. And experiencing that together, um, it has changed my kids' lives. That, um, you know, one of my girls in particularly is, I mean, taken off on her own projects, you know, through world serve and getting things going on. And it's, um, and I think seeing it is, unless you're there, it's really hard to really put it into words, but it, it, you're really being the hands and feet of Jesus too. So there's nothing like being in his presence and doing his work and loving and um, just seeing, you know, what all he's, working in it is it's just I you know it's amazing I can't say enough words about it but I really strongly encourage everyone to at least think about it and go because you can't get time back and you can't get memories back and you can't get this experience that really could change it changed me when I say that it changed me um because and I think sometimes there's a stigma with missions you go and you put a band-aid on you really, you're not, you're really 
you know, I, I try to tell the team in the beginning, you really can't measure just what your presence there. They don't want your presence that you bring. They want your presence. And just knowing that people come and give their resources and really pour into them is, I mean, it is such a beautiful relationship with these sisters in Christ, sisters that we're loving on and trying to, you know, halfway around the world, it just bonds you together. And it's, it's a beautiful relationship. Julie, I am so excited about our trip. I know, I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so glad you mentioned bringing your daughter because I've talked with several moms that are um, kind of like trying to decide, do I bring my daughter? Do I not? And we are, we're recommending that, you know, your daughter be at least 12, 13 years old. I have a 15 year old that's going to come with us. Uh, She'll be 16 by the time we go. Um, but I am so excited to just get to experience that with her, especially with the nature of our trip, visiting schools. I think that, um, these young women, these future leaders, these girls, um, that we bring alongside us, I think are going to be so powerful in those settings Mm -hmm. and, um, and they will grow by leaps and bounds, uh, and bounds. So, yeah, I'm so glad you, I totally forgot about that to mention that to yeah. you know, about bringing your daughter if you can. Yeah. And it's, you know, I feel like um, we're still kind of working on the agenda and stuff, but, you know, things that you can expect when you go is you can work in the little factory, like packaging those, you know, maxi pads and in partnering with a girl that a lady that's in there working it and helping alongside her, you know, um, we can, you know, go into the schools and distribute them and, you know, play. And we, you know, we talked about doing some activities in the schools and, and kind of just being open to what God has for us. And, and, um, and then we want to do a women's conference, which is even more fitting now because we have churches coming to us begging for this and wanting to partner and then they can take it and run. And it's, you know, um, so, and we're going to go on a safari. Kenya has an amazing safari. That's a little fun day because you do work and pour out and it's mentally, it's great. But I, one day you need to take time off and then see God's beautiful country. And if you're in Kenya, you got to do a safari. So, oh yeah. <laughs> so we're not just, we're there, we're doing a lot of good, but we're also going to, it's going to be an amazing time. So yeah, and a variety, it sounds like, from being yeah. in the factory working, from going into schools and seeing the actual girls and being able to experience that. That sounds amazing. And we want to go to, I mean, it's some of them are kind of rural, but we want to go to as many schools and get our hands on as many, you know, touch and love on as many people as we can. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be amazing. Every trip I go to, I say is the best. So <laughs> I'm sure for you, they are. All of them are the best that you get to. But, but I do love it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I really encourage anybody 
listening to look online. Angie gave that link. And again, we'll have the link in the show notes to just read more about what the trip has to offer. And you guys are still in the works of finalizing all those details of, you know, what the agenda will be, but tuning into that Q and a, um, in August to just, even if you have questions and you're not sure if you're feeling that nudge to follow that nudge, follow that instinct. And, um, you, I just, I've never heard someone regret going on a missions trip. So it's, it's just one yeah. of those experiences that and it's safe we, take you, we do take you you know you spend the night in hotels that are safe um the food you know is made for americans we we have this down to where it is i mean really safe so i just want to kind of if anyone I, a lot of them i think have fears and you think mm-hmm. of going into africa you're going to sleep on a bed in a nice you know you're going to have a shower and a toilet that flushes so you know um bac yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it'll be you know it'll be fun and safe and a life-changing experience so Well, Julie, you can tell just even from this half hour conversation with you that missions is just your heart and it radiates from you. And um, I really hope that people can come and experience this and truly just like you said, be the hands and feet of Jesus. And we're not going to think people have, you alluded to this a little bit, that mindset of like, oh, we're going to come in and just put a bandaid or just, you know, quote, save everybody, but you're coming with a humble heart of Mm -hmm. I'm here to learn and to serve and having that mindset. But any final thoughts from the two of you, just to encourage people who might be on the fence or just really like unsure, what's just kind of a final piece of encouragement that you have? Oh man. Um, Well, I kind of see it, you know, if you're feeling a nudge, sometimes you just have to take a step and faith and just, because honestly, like, I mean, I did that with adoption. I was terrified and I was, you know, but even up to the night before I went to pick up our first one, it has changed the whole trajectory of my family in ways that I can't even begin to explain. So if you're feeling that nudge, that's the Holy spirit and you're missing out. If you don't step out into faith, you know, like, that when they were carrying the ark through the water, they had to step in the water first before it parted. So you're going to have to step out into faith. And um, I, I can't say that anyone would be sorry that they went on this. And I think even just to see, you know, your, your offering that you guys took and see the works and how it's already, you know, just exploding. And that's a great honor to be able to, be there and see it firsthand and not just give, but do. So I feel like that's a great combination. Yeah. And what do you think? I'm just going to amen Julie Neal right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to give a big amen. Exactly what she said. Yes. (laughs) Step out. You feel that edge, step out. Don't, you have one life to live that God has given you. And so if he nudges you, you, uh, you act in obedience and take one little step and then take the next one and the next one. 
And uh, man, there's no safer place to be than in the center of God's will and his nudging. That's right. So, That's right. And can... Angie and I are crazy and we're fun. So just come along <laughs> with us. And... <laughs> we, yeah, the trip, no doubt, will be fun. We will have a good time. Exactly. So I've been to Africa. Uh, we were in Rwanda, which isn't, you know, every country is unique. Um, but man, in Rwanda, the people there are so excited. Mm -hmm. We're just so excited to have us there and we're so much fun and so full of joy. And, um, I, I just know that we are just going to have a really, really great, fun, blessed, anointed trip. I can't wait. I can't either. So join us. So you can go with us. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Julie, for popping on here today with us and just talking all things, all things missions. You know, and like I said, I felt like this last year, this project, this giving, I mean, it just had Minnesota women just all in and helping. And it was so amazing to see and to continue to see. There's still plenty of time to give. So if you are wanting to give a little amount, a big amount, it doesn't matter, you know, anything, anything helps so feel free to do that on our website but thank you guys so much thank you julie Thank you for joining us for this episode of E to the Power of Three. We were honored to hear from Julie Neal on A Heart for Missions and The Hope Project. Learn more about Julie and WorldServe International at worldserveintl.org or by following worldserveintl on social media. You can also learn more about Bridging the Gap's missional efforts, give toward The Hope Project, or let us know of your interest in being informed of future global trips at mnbtg.org missions. Thank you for joining us today, and we look forward to being with you next time on E to the Power of Three.